Well, hello and welcome to the e-commerce podcast with me, your host, Matt Edmondson. The podcast is all about helping you deliver e-commerce wow. I am super, super excited with today's guest who is Cody Bramlett from Science Natural Supplements. And we're gonna be chatting about how to take products into direct marketing. We're talking about all things old school. Definitely, definitely get yourself ready. But before we jump into it, let me give a quick shout out uh, to some of the past episodes that we've had here on the e-commerce podcast. And given that we're talking about how to take a product into uh, direct marketing today, I thought it'd be great to mention a podcast we did very, very recently with Evan Paget on everything you need to know to take over with subscription commerce. The links there are obvious. Uh, and check out, I've mentioned this before, but check out Maureen Mwangi's uh, podcast again, uh, From Startup to Growth. Great show. Now, this episode is brought to you by the e-commerce cohort, which helps you to deliver e-commerce wow to your customers. Uh, and the e-commerce cohort is basically a lightweight membership, which means it fits around your schedule uh, without the overwhelm that can so often come with an, a lot of online learning stuff. It's a group, it's guided monthly sprints that cycle through all the key areas of e-commerce. So you kind of go along on this journey and you work on your entire e-commerce business. It's brilliant. You figure it out uh, for your own business. You get a clear list of actionable jobs to be done, which is worth its weight in gold, uh, and you get the support that you need to make it all happen. So whether you're just starting out in e-commerce or if, like me, you are a well-established e-commercer, then I would encourage you to check it out. Head on over to the website ecommercecohort.com. That's ecommercecohort.com for more information. It is like a week or two away from its founding member launch. Um, I'm fairly sure that the founding member offer is still live. Um, don't quote me on that, but if it is, definitely take advantage of it. Uh, you're not going to want to miss it. Uh, it's such good value for money for what you're going to get out of it, especially if you're part of the founding member uh, group. You're going to hear me talking a lot about cohort over the next few months. So jump in now while you can. If you've got any questions, email me directly at matt at ecommercepodcast.net. It's something that I'm super, super proud of, let me tell you. Now, today's show, let's get into this. Cody Bramlett is the founder of a multi-million dollar nutritional supplement empire. Uh, after years of struggling as a personal trainer and gym owner, Cody's life changed when he solved his father's chronic inflammation problem with his own custom formulated products. This empowered Cody to start growing his company, Science Natural Supplements, to help other people uh, get pain-free, lose weight, and just feel better about themselves. And as a result of starting and scaling this company, Cody now also teaches other driven entrepreneurs how to do the same thing with his coaching and his mastermind called Supplement Millionaire. So basically, I'm really keen to hear what he has to say about all of this, especially direct marketing, old school stuff. Honestly, grab your notebooks, grab your pens, grab your cup of coffee, because uh, you are going to want to take some notes, let me tell you. Here's my conversation with Cody. So, Cody, thank you for joining me on the e-commerce podcast. I've been looking forward to this conversation uh, since we had our pre-call because, well, quite frankly, you have got quite a fascinating story that I'm hoping that we can dig into uh, in terms of your own business success and how you've made all this sort of stuff work, as well as what you're up to now. So welcome to the show. Great to have you. I'm excited to be here. Thanks, Matt. It's it's fun to be on these podcasts, to be able to share these kinds of stories because you know, so many people have been through uh, attempts at starting companies and failed out. And I've had massive failures as well, as well, but I've learned from them, rebuilt my company and have continued to succeed over and over again. So I'm, I'm excited here to, to share that so people know that you can succeed online. It's not as hard as everybody makes it out to be. Yeah, it's very true. I've in my bio, I always say to people, you know, and people say, well, who is Matt and what's going on? And I'm like, well, I, I like to say that 
Um, I'm an e-commerce entrepreneur, blah, blah, blah. And there's always this line I throw in, I've had more failures than I've had successes. It's just my successes have far outweighed my failures, if that makes sense. And there's something quite true and quite liberating about this whole idea of it's okay if it doesn't go right the first time or the second time. I don't Is, is that what you found? It's 100% true. I mean, uh, there's people in, in the industry that I work in the side, the side that I do more mostly direct marketing for traffic. And um, people will have unicorns. And sometimes the unicorns are just brand new people out, out of the gate, they have no clue what they're doing, and they succeed. But most of the time, it's the uh, failed 30 times to have that unicorn. It's the idea of, you know, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I launched my company first shot and I won after 20 years of practice and trial and error. You know, it's, it's that, <laughs> that kind of concept. Yeah, yeah. So th those who succeed in the industry and in any industry are those who just persevere and keep going because mm. there's a way to do it. And if you just did fail the first time, you just did something wrong. It's a matter of just fi fi finding out what it was, plug in the hole and do it again. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Consistency is the key, isn't it? And just showing up. 100%. Uh, just showing up is, is, and we say this all the time and, it, and people don't believe it actually. They genuinely don't believe it. And it's like, well, uh, you know, that didn't didn't work that time. And we lost some money. And it's like, okay, well, but what did you learn? And and how could you, you know, change as a result of what you've learned? So going forward, it might have a bigger chance of success. But it's, it's a really hard mindset, I think, for people to get into. So do you, why do you think that is? I think it comes down to just the way society's taught people to think and what success can be. So if, you're, if your idea of success is a six-figure job, $100,000 a year, $150,000 a year, or something like that, then your whole goal is making that kind of income. Mm. And you're constantly looking for that income. And if you try starting your own company, you will not make that income initially, right? You're going to probably lose money, potentially work for free. And that scares people away immediately. They're like, well, gosh, I could just go get a job. It's easier. Mm -hmm. Of course, it's easier. But long-term, it's not. Long-term, it's not going to financially take you where you want to be. Um, so yeah, it definitely comes down to how people have been taught in society and where they're thinking about what success is. A lot of people I work with, I first ask them, what are their goals and why? Why? Why do you want to have an online business? What is the actual reasons you're going to achieve? Well, I make a lot of money. How much is a lot of money? Yeah. Million dollars. Have you ever made a million dollars before? No. So what is it the million dollars are going to buy you? Well, I want to have X, Y, and Z. You don't need a million dollars for that. Mm -hmm. A lot of times you don't. So it's just a matter of truly understanding that and working your way back. And that'll help give you the drive to be able to persevere through the hardships. That's a really interesting point that you've raised there because I, and I, I like that question, why? Why do you want to do this? And it's, it's one of those questions I think people rarely ask themselves is why do I, why do I need the million dollars? Why, why do I need the fancy car that the million dollars is going to buy me? What is it about that? Um, that that is driving me why 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 and i think that that simple question <laughs> really helps people drill down to figure out who they are why they're here and what they stand for and i think so often uh we just i i, I don't know about you cody but i see a lot of people just jumping straight in uh, without really understanding those questions uh and whenever we've done coaching with clients no no let's start right at the beginning let's what, let's answer this question. Why? What's it all about? So we know we know what success really is for you. Yeah, it's hundred percent. I'm I so I give the like guess a little backstory about me. So um, I was a salesperson. You know, won the magazine competitions in high school, in, in, you know, middle school, elementary school, chocolate competitions, and in, in baseball. I sold all those those things and did a very good job at it. My uh, first real job out of college was selling at U.S. Food Service, selling food in restaurants and stuff like that. And um, the idea of starting my own business came very early. And so I joined Bill Glazer and Dan Kennedy masterminds. I was on oh, newsletters. Wow. I was all excited about um, direct marketing, yeah, internet old marketing. school direct marketing. Oh, oh yeah, old yeah, school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lo love that stuff. And um, I love the idea of swiping and deploy. They get a good idea from one industry and deploying it in a different way mm -hmm. in, in the new industry. Um, but in that whole process, I watched the people start businesses. And one of, one of them in particular, she started a gym and had her entire business plan, right? Mm -hmm. I have, still don't have a business plan. <laughs> Because I was, a, I didn't want to go down in that thought process of, you know, what's the reason why? Mm -hmm. To think, have to think internally requires so much energy mm -hmm. and self-judgment and questioning if, if this is right or wrong or what it is. It's something that we as humans, we avoid. 
Mm. We like to be told what to do to get it done. We don't like to look deep to understand why we're doing it. Mm -hmm. um, and it's taken a lot, a lot of work. Now, yes, my companies have more of a structure now, but the whole idea of that initial, like, you know, what are we doing as a company and why and what, why, why do we exist and what's the differentiator? I didn't have that for years. Um, and even right now, it's not at the point where a lot of people would have it when they're first starting out. So when, when I do work with people too, and I'm giving them advice and coaching them, it's that main question. It's why are you doing this? What is the reason? One recent guy, he's like, I want $100,000 a year. Like why? Came down to the fact that he wants to be able to give money to his kids so they can survive each month on their own as well. He wants to take care of his two kids. And That's himself. really interesting, isn't it? Yeah. So it's, it's not $100,000. It's being able to take care of his two kids and himself. So the, the, the number is, is a fictitious goal to hit, mm -hmm. but as long as he can achieve that, he'll be successful. And if you know what that is, you won't be disappointed by failure. Mm -hmm. So you didn't hit a million dollars a year, but you did a half million. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what did you used to make? 50,000? Like mm -hmm. that's a success times anybody's, what anybody could, tell, could speak about. So it's just um, understanding, you know, what it really is and being able to really march towards that. And then um, of course, modify and retarget yourself so you can keep marching forward. God, that in itself is worth the price of admission. Not that we charge people listening to the podcast, but if we did, that would be worth it. Um, so you've sat under then uh, some remarkable names. That it, I mean, I've been around business for a little while and I, I, I've heard the names that you've mentioned, like Dan Kennedy and so forth. Um, and you use this phrase, uh, whether intentionally or not, that I, and I just jotted it down, um, direct marketing for traffic. Um, and so I want to dig into this a little bit because this is a bit more of your background. It is a, can I use a phrase that direct marketing is a bit old school for what we now know in a digital industry? Yes. So, and, and this intrigues me. So let's dig into some of these things that you've learned, uh, sitting under the, the likes of, of Dan and so on and so forth and how you've brought them across. Yeah, definitely. And then, guys, I did not invent this. I was not the first person to do it. I just grabbed onto the supplement space in the industry and was one of the first dozen or so that did this in like 2015, 2016, and was able to start building a company on top of that. But let's let's look at the difference. So right mm -hmm. now we have e-commerce, and then what I call direct marketing. Those are two different channels. Mm -hmm. E-commerce is a, a an e-commerce page, a Shopify page, right? You have your product description. You got some information. You got some customer reviews. Bada bing, bada boom, that's it. Maybe a five minute video on there that kind of describes the product. So it's all benefit driven. This mm -hmm. does this, this does that. It's good for this. It's good for that. Very simple bullet point kind of conversation. Yeah. Now, in order to get that product sold out there, you need to have an influencer. You need to have someone with a face or traffic that they, people know, like, and trust them to then say, hey, buy this product. Or you have to go online and create an ad campaign on Facebook, Google, TikTok, whatever it is that has compelling ads that get someone to realize that, oh, this deal, this product, this something is worth buying and I need to, I need to get it. And it needs to be able to solve that problem. So you have to understand what their problem is. You have to understand the right traffic source. You have to nail it all down perfectly. Um, you have to make sure you don't lose money on the, on the front end on that. And then a lot of this comes down to that whole idea of seven touches. It takes seven touches to sell somebody. Mm -hmm. So you have to have a campaign and a marketing concept set up that allows for that entire process. Now, direct marketing is a one shot. It's a shotgun blast to get a customer in one, one touch. And so there is two ways of doing direct marketing for health and supplement offers. Okay. Um, and I'll go over the first more standard one. And that is what's called a long form sales page. People do this with a TSL, which is text or a VSL, which is video. And those are those 45 minute long videos that you might yeah. get tricked into when you're clicking on Facebook. And it has like a countdown, like beep, beep, beep. And then like a lady goes, ah, oh, on, my, on my wedding anniversary, I tripped and fell down and thought I would never come back from this until I discovered this amazing secret that changed my life. <laughs> and then it goes into the, this story. You've and the text sales page- scripts by the sounds of it. <laughs> uh, I'm, not, I'm not a writer, but I've, I've watched and read thousands, thousands of them probably. Um, and so those stories are how you help someone know, like, and trust you in one sitting. Mm -hmm. And so this idea is creating an entire story. And a lot of times they're based on reality. And that's what I stand behind. Everything should be based on a real story yeah. and a real person. Because, um, you know, just making stuff up is kind of lame. Um, it's kind of used car salesman kind of status. It should have something, it meat and potatoes behind it. But it's really creating that connection and laying the customer 
feel like they are related to somebody. So there's just a problem. A good example is a, there's a, a program out there for like pelvic floor stuff for women. Right. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it really goes into helping women with this very unique and, and, and kind of like shameful issue that they're worried about because of, um, peeing themselves kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And so it teaches them how to do stuff and they have supplements for it as well. And it's a, it's a great product, great concept. And it really creates a storyline of like the worst day, worst scenario possible to happen to this woman. And it, it just kind of lets the reader go, oh God, yeah, that's happened to me before, or I've come close to that. And they really create that connection. And that's that know, like, and trust. Mm -hmm. You're able to build that connection with, with a story. Kind of like right now, I'm building a connection with you. You're mm -hmm. listening to my story going, oh, yeah. I like Cody. This is interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, so then it goes into there, the mechanism and explains the benefits of the product and you, we try and make it unique. So, you know, uh, turmeric, it's great for you know, anti-inflammation, mm -hmm. but why can we go three or four layers deeper into the science, into the actual studies to explain that? And can we, um, coin a, a, a terminology for it that makes it sound unique? Mm -hmm. uh, we had a sales page once that was a, for a thyroid supplement based on the best-selling thyroid supplement on Amazon. Um, I had just amazing amount of customers say how great it was but we uh, used the car method, C-A-R. And the car method had to do with driving with the analogy and it all worked and people connected their brain and it, it, it dumbed down the science in a way that allowed them to understand. Mm -hmm. um, and then you sell them on the product with a deal. And this long form sales page allows for that one sale to happen initially. And then once they purchase, you then offer upsells. Hey, would you like to buy more of the same? Hey, this other product could help. Hey, this other product also helps. And you give people opportunity to buy more. And these types of funnels can generate 200 to $250 average order values, where you're bringing in about $100 to $150 profit per order. Wow. So that gives you the ability to pay very high ad costs in Facebook, mm -hmm. Google, YouTube, or through direct marketing with affiliates. My specialty is finding affiliates with similar companies, health and supplement companies, and having them promote your products to their existing customers. And that's how I do most of my sales. Wow. So, okay. Um, so this long form content is still online um, in my head. I mean, just going back to the direct mail, are you, you're not mailing out letters to people you're doing it online and you're still driving traffic to them, right? Yep. It's just moving from the idea back in the day of doing out, doing letters and things like that to emails. Mm. And so the emails can be short and simple, get someone to click. They can be long and compelling to get someone to be invested before they land on the page. And then it's just from there getting them to, read the sales page, watch the sales video and, and, and make the purchase. You typically see about a one to 3% conversion rate in these pages. So it's not a massive number, but when you're able to pay out a hundred dollars commission to the traffic source, it's makes sense all day long for the traffic to send you. So back to the traffic source, right? We talked about, you said earlier, direct marketing as a traffic source, right? That idea is really what allows us to get a massive influx of customers. Now at the beginning, you may not make very much money, but you can on the reorders, you can on the subscription plans, mm -hmm. you can on the secondary products you sell them. Um, and it really allows for you to get in front of a lot of different places. So in this space, um, there's hundreds and hundreds of people that have email lists. I mean, I have about five email lists ranging from 20,000 contacts to about a hundred thousand contacts. Mm -hmm. And all these people are look, don't have enough products to promote internally to send an email every day. So they're looking for third-party offers that convert. And so you, you have, I have a whole team of people who go out and just try and find these companies to get them to promote us um, and to make sure that our offers convert well for them. Because I have about five different offers. You know, I have weight loss offers. I have um, offers for pain. I have that thyroid one. I have generic offers for turmeric and moringa. Um, so it's really determining what offer fits best for each traffic source and then helping them find reasons to mail to your offer multiple times a month. Well, Cody, there's a lot going on here, uh, <laughs> which um, which I'm keen to get into. Now, it's worth just saying uh, again, if you're if you're tuning in a little bit late or you zoned out in the introduction, Cody is involved in the supplement business, um, and you have built up your empire, for want of a better expression, um, selling supplements, um, which you started in 2015, using more of the um, long form sales, either text or videos to to sort of drive people to buy these these products and um, using some of the direct uh, marketing methods. 
Yep. So, Katie, let me understand. I've got. Let me just summarize. Make sure I've got this right. You have got what I would technically call a sales page. Um, you've got a long form yep. sales page, um, uh, or a landing page, or the people have called them, and that can either be video or it can be text. We're sending traffic to that page. But that page is predominantly telling story and it's telling story of how people have gone, undergone a transformation. They've sort of gone from point A to point B in their life because of your product or your intervention that has helped them. They were suffering with X and now they're, you know, they're, they're doing really great over here. And you're telling the stories in these sort of long form sales pages. Um, and to drive traffic to that sales page your particular specialty is finding affiliates that want to send their tribe to that page and they earn a high level of commission because you've got high profits in that typical average uh, sale. Am I right? 100%. I feel like I was just in a school test. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So... So I'm curious, let's start then, uh, if I can, with this sales page. What are some of the things that you're looking for on that sales page that you're thinking about? I've, I mean, you've sort of given us a, a broad brushstrokes with I'm looking for a story, a, a transformative story. But what are some of the things that you're, you think that sales page really needs to hit? 100%. So I'm going to do, for those of you who are watching this, I'm going to do a little screen sharing at the same time so you can see a successful page, but I'm also going to try and articulate as best I can for those who are listening. So one of our new offers is called Beach Ready Bites. It's a probiotic gummy. The The actual enzymes in it help uh, prep your digestive system for digesting. It's kind of like when you have a salad before you eat, it helps your body prep to digest everything quicker mm-hmm. um, and it helps people lose weight in that aspect. Um, so the sales page starts out with the the headline and the lead. Um, so this this headline is that captivating thing that's like this thing's going to change your life, or this story that that you know helps someone lose twenty pounds, or it's very sensationalized. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we usually start out the story with the thing that destroyed the person, right? In this particular one, the the child said, "Mommy, am I going to be fat like you?" Like someone oh, wow. made fun of you in school, kind of thing. Yeah. And from there, the story goes into a little bit of reduction about the actual customer, about, about the actual story person. And she goes, oh, and I figured out this whole transformation, but kind of let me walk you through my, my journey. And then she, she kind of, you know, will hint at the, the idea and the solution as she goes along as the mechanism. The whole time, we're not calling it a product. It's just a solution. For all we know, it could be a workout program. It could be a supplement. It could be pretty much anything. So from there, the story breaks down and we just tell the story of the person um, this is how you're getting to know, like, and trust the person, understand their journey, understand what they went through. It starts to go into the science of what's been causing the problem and making sure that the reader knows it's not their fault, but it's something that they didn't have control or knowledge about. Mm-hmm. You know, like my parents were brought up on eat whatever you want, right? Taco Bell, who cares? Food's food. Calories mm-hmm. in, calories out. We now know that a calorie is not a calorie, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, eating gluten and, and carbs versus, you know, lean meats and vegetables, far superior and different in your diet mm-hmm. and how your body responds to that. So um, it's not your fault. Uh, you know, this is, this is, this is facilities that are new, that are changing the world and can make everything better. Um, and then we really get into the mechanism of what makes that as special. And which is referring back to actual scientific studies from universities, from wherever it is. And a lot of the writers we work with, they know all the websites to go to, to review these studies. Um, and then from there we go into the actual product reveal and we go to da, here's the product Ta-da. and the product's amazing. It changes your life. It's on sale now. There's a massive guarantee. You know, it's a short inventory and supply for this product. That's true. It's really hard to get. Um, and it's a one-time discount and it's going to change your life and there's no risk to you and buy the product. Mm-hmm. And then from there, people buy, it goes to an upsell and it's like, hey, now you can get the product at a discount because you're part of the family. Have more of the same. And then if they say uh, no thanks to that, they get sent to a down sale. It goes, hey, how about less or a cheaper deal? And then after that, if they uh, if they uh, keep going down the funnel, by the way, they can exit anytime they want. It goes, hey, try this thing too. It's going to help make it even better. And and ideally, you want to go through about three upsells and downsells. So you're selling three different products in the funnel. Yeah. And that allows people really to build that connection. And that's kind of the structure of the sales page and the funnel behind it. The actual upsells and downsells are very rudimentary and basic. There's not a lot of um, uh, magic about it. The sales page is truly where um, 
the the magic happens. And that's the key point is really finding either a, a writer who can help you put it together and, and do it correctly. You got to find writers who are in communities and have their own, they're within their own coaching programs who are intelligent, who have made pages that do a million dollars because um, I've had a lot of trash pages sold to me before. Mm. And so it really takes finding a, uh, a writer who is quality or learning the skill set yourself um, to be able to put stuff together. And that's one version. And then I wanted to show the second version, which is actually what I think a lot of people in the e-commerce space might like to do more. And I call this a long form e-commerce page. Okay. And so this is a turmeric offer, buy one, get three free. And um, basically it's a video of me for five minutes explaining the benefits of turmeric. It is a longer page talking about the company and what turmeric does for you. And then it has the buy option for buy one, get three free. Uh, same thing, the upsells and downsells, more of the same. We do the same sale for the upsells. You know, we tested Omega-3 and probiotics and Dasai and Moringa in the back end on the upsells and downsells. You can kind of put whatever you want in the back. But this idea of a shorter form e-commerce page, I think is truly the almost easiest way to start. Because if someone's figured out how to get traffic from Facebook mm -hmm. to like a Shopify page and it's successful, I bet a million bucks that drive into an offer like this will probably double their profits. So that's a really interesting point that um, uh, I mean, just bringing it back to e-commerce just for one second that you've made there about and thank you for showing those, by the way. And, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. just so you if you are listening and you didn't get a chance to see them, um, I think uh, Cody did a very good uh, explanation of what you saw on the screen. But we will put screenshots. We will put links to those web pages in the show notes and you'll be able to access them. Or, of course, just head on over to YouTube and watch the video. Uh, it's all there. Um, so going back to, to what you mentioned then about e-commerce, one of the fascinating things for me is the experimentation in how long an e-commerce page should be. Uh, and we have tested thousands of different combinations over the years, you know, short, long image here and, and all that sort of stuff. I won't bore you with all the stuff that we've tested. But one of the things that I do know is actually long form e-commerce pages usually convert at a higher rate than short form e-commerce pages, especially when you start to integrate in those pages, the, the old school method of direct marketing, you know, the, in the sort of the letters that they used to send you and you, you bring those with the headlines and, uh, they can convert super, super well. I mean, super, super well. So, and this is what you've discovered, right? This is what you were, what you were saying, and this is an easy place to start. Um, but uh, Mr. Cody, I'm I'm kind of curious. I, I can just hear, you know, all the listeners go, oh, this is all very great. Um, uh, the, the primary question people are going to have, though, is how do I get started? Right. Where do, and, and, for, and you mentioned about finding a writer and how how actually that's not straightforward. So what tips do you have for people who perhaps would want to go find a writer that can help them write good long form content? Definitely. So first things first, I'll gladly share more about it later if you want, Matt, but I definitely coach people how to do this. So I, I have a whole system and procedure of doing that. But in short, how do you find quality writers? Number one, you need to first find what you want and your why, right? Mm -hmm. So if you, if, you, if you don't have a product, you don't have anything yet, you got to discover that. Um, that's very important. If you already have a product and you're like, hey, this thing does well, I'm selling a lot of it and I want to make the page better. The first step is to understand what you have and what you don't have. So looking at pages like the example of the turmeric page or any kind of e-commerce pages that are crushing it, uh, you can find online, you can tell that because the ads are going constantly or it's on uh, ClickBank or BuyGoods. Those are a lot of the, the direct marketing affiliate platforms where most mm -hmm. people put their offers. Finding pages that work, that are doing well, and then reverse engineering them. So uh, it, in a long form e-commerce page is more like Legos stacked on block together. Yeah. It's like an e-commerce page. There are little block sections. A long form sales page, that is a in-depth story. So understanding like our turmeric, you know, it's got the video and the headline with the call to action of the, with the deal they're getting. And then the video talks about what they're getting and why. And it does a little teasing there too. You can always watch the video. It's got a good script. I had a wonderful person named Mary Agnes who gave me tips on making that script a little better. Um, we then go into the benefits and what it's used for. We then go into the company and who it is and who it's for and how to use it. And then we give a deal and then they see the sale deal. So like, okay, cool. So you're not sold something beginning. A lot of e-commerce pages have the buy option on, on the top. Mm -hmm. So I land the page $59. Nope, I'm done. Mm -hmm. 
you want them to read and get connected as they're as they're going. You want them to get know, like, and trust you before you try and sell them. Uh, imagine. So I, I was I worked at U.S. Food Service. I sold food to restaurants. I used to do fifteen million dollars a year in San Diego when I was out of college in that job. And you can't walk into a restaurant in the back kitchen and be like, "I got steak and peas for a great deal." They'll be like, "Who are you? Why are you here?" And get out of the kitchen. Mm-hmm. So you first gotta get to know who it is, who is the, who is the person you're talking to. So that way you can actually talk to the right person. You're prepared for the actual conversation because you know who you're talking to. Are they the person doing the orders? Are they the owner of the restaurant? Are they the chef? Are they the line cook? Are they the manager? Who's the one placing the order so you can speak to them correctly? What matters to them, right? If it's the cook, he wants quality. If it's the manager, he wants best price. If it's the owner, he just wants to not deal with anything, you know? So you gotta understand what the person actually wants so you're solving their problem. And then you have to get them to feel that you're going to complete all that before you sell them. I see. That's a really interesting point, isn't it? Because you are right. Every traditional, every standard e-commerce website um, uh, is on the basis of the price and the product is is there. And and I think it's been done like that because of convenience for people that want to buy the product again, right? So you're all every e-commerce website that I know is built around this whole idea that the person coming wants to actually buy your product. Um, we call it the knowledge trust factor. Uh, but yep. the people that come to your site that don't know you, they don't trust you and they don't know their your product. And the very first thing they see is your product and a price. Well, that's what they're making the judgment on, right? Um, and so one of the things that I like about what you've done is you flip that around on your head and you put the price at the bottom. So my question here is, do people actually scroll down when you do that? Yes. So as long as the each section you're looking at, each Lego block is compelling and there's a reason to scroll. So like whenever I look at a page, I'll, I'll do a control shift I and look at the page via mobile too. If you're looking at the page, is there something I want to see at the bottom or continue reading? Mm-hmm. So if you're looking at it, the next subject line or image or question should be there. Oh, what's mm-hmm. this? Scroll up, right? Scroll down, whatever they're doing. So the, the idea is it needs to be compelling so they keep doing that. Um, we typically see these uh, on our long form sales page, about 50% of people make it to the first buy box. Mm-hmm. And then by the time you have the second buy box, you're down to like 25% and then it's just gone. So majority of people are going to see the initial product and then, and then uh, about 25% later, we'll, we'll get to the next spot and decide if they want to purchase or not. So, you know, you, you give them as much as you can, you sell the product, and then you reinforce it. Here's why it's so special. Here's why it's no risk to you. Here's the benefits again. Buy box again. Mm-hmm. And then if you have more content, you put more content there. And then final buy box on the bottom of the page. So I, I typically want to see two or three buy sections on any kind of page because it gives that opportunity for someone who's on the fence to keep going. And you just kind of think about it as um, a used car deal, right? Mm-hmm. You go into the dealership. The person makes friends with you, shows you all the best cars, lets you sit in the cool Ferrari and that neat. Oh, well, you want, well, you came for us Honda. Let's go check it out, the Honda. And now you're buddies with the guy and now you want to help him out and you want to get the deal. Mm-hmm. And then the price comes out and then you're on the fence and they go, cool, well, I can give you new tires and I can give you a 30-day oil change guarantee. And then you're like, yeah, okay, I'm sold. So it's that, it's that entire process of building that friendship and giving someone the deal and then sweetening the deal at the same time so that way uh, they feel confident about the purchase. Very good, very good. Right, and on that bombshell, we are just gonna take a moment to hear from this week's show sponsors, and then Cody and I will be back carrying on this fascinating conversation. Uh, Don't go anywhere, we'll be back in just a few short seconds. Hey there, are you a business owner? Here at Orion Digital, we know firsthand that running an e-commerce business can be really hard work. As the online space gets more competitive, it is becoming even more challenging to stay ahead of the curve. We totally get it. So we want to help you succeed by offering a wide range of services, from fulfillment, marketing, customer service, and even coaching and consulting, just so that you can do what matters most. Save yourself the time and the money and let us handle the day-to-day tasks. This way, you can run your business without having to worry about the boring stuff. So what do you say? Are we a good fit for each other? Come check us out at oriondigital.com and let us know what you think. Right, Cody. Um, so before we were talking about sort of long form e-commerce pages um, and how uh, 
these pages, you know, you're, you're very much taking people on a journey, right? Um, and you're sort of giving them a reason to keep scrolling. And then a good website like yours is going to, 50% of the people are going to scroll down and, and see that box. Um, and, you know, you can test this and you can see whether the conversion is good or not. And, you know, if you've got a good copywriter, great. Um, it's going to help you. I guess one of the questions um, in my head, uh, and, and maybe this is just me being a bit British, right? Maybe it's my English reservedness coming out. I'm always skeptical of the sensationalist headlines. Um, and I would have a hard time uh, saying, you know, take this pill, it is going to radically change your life. Um, unless I knew for a fact it was going to do that. So how do you... Am I too reserved? What have you found with that kind of um, headline writing scheme? It 100% works. It's just a matter of if you want to stand behind that for your company or not. Mm. And so in my opinion, there's the very sensationalized stories. There's the scientific article stories. Mm -hmm. And then there's the um, good company or good deal stories. Mm -hmm. And so if like you're doing the turmeric deal, it's it's the deal. Buy one, get three free. That's the headline, right? Yeah. So if, if you're doing the the reason, if it's something that's already in the zeitgeist and people understand it, then it's easier to do that. If you're having to make that story, you need to grab someone. Uh, a good example, we can do it in the recording too. But um, there's, uh, I think it's Rounders, the movie, about like, that's Rounders or? It's one of those stock trading movies. Mm -hmm. Beginning of the movie is a woman doing a downhill ski competition like on the Olympics and then crashing. It's nothing to do with the entire movie. It's just so intense. It gets you completely like, <gasps> and then it rolls into the movie and you're like completely oh, wasn't that Molly's game? pulled in. Which one is that? Molly's game. Was that the one? Because she, <sighs> she was a skier, well, the poker player. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that idea, but it is a sensational, just excited, like powerful thing. And then yeah, it just flips. draws you in and you're, and you're yeah. there. And so the, the, the key, yeah, yeah, that's, that's the key. That's the key, right? That's the, the that's what the headline's got to do. That's what you've got to do in an instant. You've got to draw them in, um, and you you've got to get people's attention. Uh, it, you know, I was um, I was curious when you said you'd listen. You know, you'd been in Stan Kennedy's masterminds and stuff. So let's just sort of switch gears slightly and, and go to direct marketing. And Dan Kennedy, from, if memory serves me right, was a brilliant copywriter. I mean, the man knew how to write stuff. And I've, I've actually got some of his tapes. Uh, that's how old I am. I have tapes, uh, you know, <laughs> with his lessons on. What are some of the key things that you learn from these sort of old marketing masters, you know, the old school marketing masters? Um, you know, what are, what's maybe one or two of the key principles that you sort of, that have stood the test of time for you, that you remember hearing and light bulbs going off and you've carried that through in, in everything that you've done? The one and only thing. Swipe and deploy. Swipe and deploy. Okay. Explain. Take what's working in an industry, a different industry, and make it work for you. Mm -hmm. So Bill Glazer brought it up about how he would take uh, deals from Walmart and car deals and apply it to his men's um, clothing business because he had a men's warehouse kind of kind of thing. So mm -hmm. having that idea of a coupon, having the idea of a reason for a sale is the captivating reason for for his business that's like the turmeric buy one get three free mm -hmm. the reason for that sale is that the reason they are there is because it's three units free no one does mm -hmm. that so you can take something that's more well known of a product and create a reason why you know this is this is because it's my birthday this is because it's halloween this is because of a, a certain holiday or thanks this is because we've helped a thousand people lose 10 pounds you know, those kinds of, those kinds of captivating ideas. The other idea too, you can take the concept away from that idea of that sensationalist and pose a question. Can this pill really help you lose 20 pounds in two weeks? Copy says no, but you just completely hook someone on the idea yeah, of, can you? That's a good way of doing it as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm not thought so it, it's doing that, that counter, that counter. And is it is yeah. easy and not, not sure. Is it worth testing? Probably. Yeah. I, I definitely want to find out. Uh, yeah. You know, you read that headline. I don't know. I, I, I do want to know though. So, uh, <laughs> that's that's quite clever. So this swipe and deploy methodology, then, um, 
where you see a, something working in one industry and you and you and you take that and, and apply that to yourself and you you know your own business and stuff how have you used that to build um your uh your supplement business so a lot of it comes down to seeing what works and then determining if you're going to position yourself in that space um it could be used also in um in email marketing to promote your offer um with different kinds of promotions or timing of the year or reasons why to get someone to email. Um, I've always loved the accidental email. You send out an email that's kind of half broken and then you send another email out 10 months later and be like, oops, the last email wasn't finished. I didn't finish what I was saying. Here's the rest of the email and the other the bylink again. So you get an excuse to talk to someone again. Yeah. Um, They're actually quite the, high converting emails as well. They, they are. I, I love yeah. the subject line test. Yeah. <laughs> That one opens really high. <laughs> yeah, it's really funny. Isn't it? Oh, I'm sorry. We sent it way too early. Here's the rest of the email. And so the open rate of both emails goes up because everybody wants to see what you wrote in the first one that's maybe not in the second one. Uh, yeah. And you're in their inbox twice legitimately. And it's, it's quite a fascinating strategy, I think, the broken email. Yeah. Yep. And then swiping too, like what's working? Is there um, a particular offer that you want to try and emulate or have like get into? So Turmeric, for example. Right, I've had people that wanted to start throwing turmeric at offer after how successful mine was for them, and I just leaned over and said to them, "I'm like, great, uh, go for it." But I would encourage you to use mine as a benchmark and keep promoting me until you figure out you can actually beat my offer. And of the five big dogs I know that did that, I only one actually had an offer that continued on and did well. So, um, you know, being able to swipe and deploy is important. You swipe the idea and run it in your own way, but you got to make sure that it actually is also more financially advantageous than doing other things. They could have just kept promoting me and gotten free money for just copying and pasting an email in a, in a uh, Yeah, that's broadcast. an interesting one, isn't it? Because you, again, that's the danger of these sort of offers. How, I guess, how do you avoid the race to the bottom, right? So if you're looking at something and someone's done the, you know, buy one, get three free. And it's like, well, do I do buy one and get four free? And then some fella does, I'll buy one and get five free. And it starts to become a bit ridiculous after a while. So how do you, how do you avoid the race to the bottom? Definitely. So I've actually not experienced that. So even with the buy one, get three free, I've seen one person try to emulate me, another person trying to do a buy one, get two, three in different products and their offers. I don't know where they are today. I've never seen anybody promote them. Mm -hmm. So I think that in the affiliate space, if you're directly ripping someone off, then um, the people who are promoting the offers are not going to like that. They're going to be annoyed for the fact that you're copying this other person that they promote as well. So there is a very tight-knit community of, you know, three, four people that know and trust each other and want to make sure we all do better. And those who just straight up copy, they can go to hell. Now, there is a handful of people who can drive their own traffic through Facebook or Google, and they can do whatever they want. And they typically just do what they want. They don't deal with our side of the affiliate industry. And we just kind of uh, let them play in their own fields. And mm. it, it just kind of is what it is. The idea of race to the bottom doesn't necessarily exist either because... Um, for example, that turmeric offer, when I first launched it in 2018, it was doing $88, $85 um, average order value. So 100 people bought on average was $88 per person because they would buy uh, upsells. Mm -hmm. We now have that funnel converting at $130 average order value. Oh, wow. So it's a matter of perfecting the page and the funnel over and over and over again. You're talking about minor headline changes, font changes, color changes, button color changes, um, pop-ups for down sales instead of down sell pages. You know, all these little tiny minute things you change over and over and over again. And of course, retest continuously is how you're able to keep refining something. So you're more likely going to see offer um, churn and offer decline because the page has not been made better than anything else. Um, that's going to be the biggest, um, the biggest killing part. But the final thing that kind of can happen with that um, swipe and deploy concept is like, for example, I had an offer called BioHarmony that we renamed BioSwitch, and then we called it something else. And every time it did better, but then not as good. And now it's just kind of dead. And that's because the actual mechanism and how people are actually achieving their goals has been copied so many times mm -hmm. that although the story is compelling, when they get to the actual product itself, it's just been done over and over and over again. So that one's kind of gone, but it's done $20 million in three years. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, well. <laughs> what a way to end. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Is the, uh, is the expression. So do you use any specific software to do this testing? Yeah. In so in terms of, of testing, 
uh, there's not a software out there that works yet. I'm actually trying to build something that I could potentially turn into a service um, mm. because there's just certain metrics that are not as, that are incredibly important in, in your funnel. Like a lot of people care about uh, ROAS, but like that doesn't, I need to know profit per order, per traffic source, per, per offer funnel. Mm-hmm. And so that's the key to knowing those metrics. Um, so the best software to use as an affiliate marketer, there's two of them, ClickBank or BuyGoods. These are systems that when you get approved, you put your entire funnel up like the one I talked about earlier, and then they will manage the credit card processing. They will pay out the traffic sources and track all the, uh, tra- track all the clicks and sales and conversions. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll do rev share or, or, um, or a CPA. A CPA is just a flat rate pay no matter what happens. And at the end of the day, it's the same. You're just doing the law of large number averages to figure it out ahead of time. Um, and then uh, so they take care of all that. And all you have to do is get the traffic to the page, make call people, make friends, join, join different Facebook groups, masterminds, coaching communities, and, and make friends to get you to promote your offer. Um, once you have that, you can export the data directly. And, you know, there's, there's ways of setting it up. Like I had really long, long name, each product code name had a really long string. So I knew exactly what page it was on the price, the conversion, and I would sort, do some little V lookups on Excel, boom, make, make my numbers mm-hmm. out. So that's kind of the easiest way to pull your data out to understand it, but it's important to understand what you're looking at. If you're doing a split test on the front end, on the, on the sales page, um, then are you, is your conversion rate increasing? Are you affecting the total average order value or profit per order? Or is it increasing or decreasing because of what's happening on the front end page? And same thing for every page you do test. And it's also important to test methodically slow you know, I want to like throw 10 things at my, my, um, my testing team to have them test. And they're like, cool, we'll do it one at a time. It'll take us two months because if you do it all at once, the yeah. whole design could do better, but why? Cause if you don't know then how can you apply that tech, that, that concept to everything else you do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a very good point. That's a very good point. So how do you, how do you, um, I guess, find the affiliates, uh, that are going to work well for you? Right. How do you, how do you, how do you mobilize your affiliates? Definitely. So when I first started out, I had my turmeric offer. I didn't know what affiliates were. My brother was in the space selling a workout program and he's like, oh, I'll be your affiliate manager. And so he basically just would send my, the emails that I'd written up that did pretty well when we tested it on his email list. And he'd send that and the tracking link out to people. And that's all he did. And that's all affiliate manager really ever does. But he had, <laughs> he had been able to get to know these people with his offer for the, the, the two years prior. Yeah. And so it was like, Hey, he's my brother run his thing. And then it worked and they're like, cool. Thanks. And then after about a year, I finally got the, got the hang of it, figured out what to do. And what it takes is finding someone to help you test your offer to know that it can, it's converting correctly and paying out correctly. And you're not losing money. So that's step one. You can do that through joining uh, coaching programs, masterminds, or different kind of community groups where people help each other in that aspect. Mm-hmm. There's tons of Facebook groups out there that people just support each other. Um, and then after that, it's going in same thing, joining groups of communities of offer owners or affiliate managers. I mean, there's one uh, group, uh, uh, it's called Traffic Tribe. It's Lady Amber Spears runs it. All my people I, 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 in my group and my community join it too. There's like 400 affiliate managers in there. So once you're in there, you just present your offer and share and you start making sales calls and trying to get on Zoom calls with people to get them to know, like, and trust you. Mm-hmm. And then you go to conferences like Affiliate Summit West, East, you go to Traffic and Conversion, uh, you go to all these different kinds of conferences. And when you get there, you go and meet as many people as you can. And I tell my wife, I'm going to a conference to shake hands and kiss babies. You know, you're just trying to make <laughs> friends and, and be like a politician to make everyone yeah. love you. So that way you can, you know, hopefully help by giving them an amazing offer that converts well and at the, on the back end, make money yourself. So it's, it's going out and beating the pavement, asking for referrals, asking everybody in the community where it's at um, and, and, and paying attention. You can't be quiet. You got to be very proactive that's right yeah and that's an important point isn't it because i think um it's not e- it's not as it's not like it used to be where you could just go listen if you're an affiliate uh, i'm gonna go to this website and i'm gonna put my information on there and the affiliate people would come and go yeah i've got a list of a hundred thousand people i'll send them to that website uh i think everyone's a lot more choosy now aren't they and a lot more um uh, sort of a lot more aware of what they're doing which i think is is predominantly a good thing um so the 
you're out there, you're pounding the pavement, you're kissing the babies and all that sort of stuff, which is, <laughs> so I never thought I'd heard that phrase on an e-commerce store. Anyway, uh, so you're out there doing all of those things. Um, you're building your affiliate network. These guys are marketing. Are you doing your own marketing as well? Like, are you still doing Facebook and Google and referring traffic to those funnels? Or are you 100% relying on affiliate markets? So if you have Facebook, Google, YouTube experience, you should be managing yourself. I do not, and I've never been pro at it. And the time we attempted it, we quite broke my Facebook account and I can't be on Facebook anymore promoting ads. <laughs> Yay. So I learned, I learned through one of my mistakes that you need to make sure you're partnering and working with people who know what's going on. So I typically look for um, agencies or partnerships with people that can drive traffic in those, in those areas for my, uh, each of my offers uh, because I just don't have the skill set. Mm -hmm. um, it's one of those things where I've learned that trying to learn how to do everything, you're not going to succeed because you can't do it all. You know, my role is the CEO. My goal is to set the vision of the company, the targets of the company, and make sure we have the right people in the right seats and that they are inspired to get their job done. So I've had to reposition myself into that concept because I used to try to do everything. And there's yeah. people out there for 50 or hundred thousand dollars who will do five or 10 times better than you and pay for their salary, you know, oodles over. So it's understanding um, who can best help you, how can you inspire them and work together and or work with the third-party agencies to drive that stuff. I love the affiliate stuff in-house. I think that's important because you have to have someone that cares about you. Um, but you know, mm -hmm. when it comes to Google and YouTube and Facebook and things like that, it's just a little out of our wheelhouse currently. Yeah, yeah. No, and that's very – I'm the same way. Uh, there are definitely better people at it than me, so let them be better at it than I am. Uh, and I'll just exactly. smile and wave. Uh, <laughs> as they're doing it. So you, you're using traditional marketing methods, you're using um, the affiliates. Can I ask, is there a specific platform that you're using to build the sites on, you know, with all the upsells and downsells and uh, cross-sells and, and so on and so forth? Are you, is there a platform of choice here that you like? Yeah, I think there's two ways to do it. So I first started using WordPress, which I wouldn't use because there's a lot of extra bloat on WordPress WordPress um, page builders, and it requires different service setups and things crash. I probably have lost $100,000 in profit by having to pay out affiliates who sent, to my, sent so many clicks to my page, it crashed my server. And then they're, they're, they're the mega affiliate who if, you don't, if they don't make what they want to make that day, you are blacklisted. So you have to just write a check and cry. Um, so that's happened to me a handful of times on WordPress. Um, I think the best way to go, plain and simple, is HTML. Mm -hmm. And the reason behind that is because it's just the source code of the internet. It's as basic as it comes. And um, it is a pain because if you don't know how to use HTML or build it, you don't know what to do. You can't edit it. You're screwed. So what I've actually done, um, and this is not a pitch, this is sharing what I've done. I built an entire team in the Philippines because hiring mm -hmm. the Philippines is amazing. We're up to 18 now. And I've actually turned my entire dev um, department into its own company. Mm -hmm. And so we're just getting on the, on the, on the ground right now. We've helped like six customers launch and we're doing that at an incredibly low prices because in the Philippines, hourly wages are very inexpensive. And so we do that kind of thing. So I would encourage people to, you know, reach out to me and I'll be glad to introduce you to that division. I'm not running it so I can interest that person, but HTML is the best way to do it. Pages don't crash. Pages load fast. Everything's mm -hmm. built the way it's supposed to for mobile and desktop. There's no question about it. Um, and it's as simple as it comes. Now, if you don't have the cash for it, you're doing your bootstrapping everything on your own, click funnels. Mm -hmm. It's the absolute easiest thing to use. Does it have integration issues with these systems? Yes. Do you have to test constantly to make sure it's not breaking and some updates screw things up? Yes. Um, but that is the easiest way to build a page. You can go on Fiverr or Upwork and people can build that sucker for a couple hundred bucks. You know, mm -hmm. there's people who have figured out click funnels all over the world. I have many, many people I coach that still use it. I know people with uh, multi-million dollar companies that have used it. Um, so that is the most bare bones, simple system to, to get going. Yeah, it seems to be the industry standard, doesn't it, for that kind of thing? Um, yeah, but, but it, the, like the load, the load rate's like three seconds on a page, two and a half seconds. On HTML, mm -hmm. it's like 0. 0.6. So, yeah, yeah. you know, as soon as you can, you want to build HTML because... It's like taking a Ford Pinto to the racetrack. You you want the F1 race car. That's what you want to be driving, and that's kind of what HTML is. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a fair comment. That's a fair comment. And I think as your business grows, you, you, you do do things, don't you? You start off on a platform here. You prove your concept. Yes, it's working great. Now I feel confident to invest however much over here, getting something bespoke written, and that's going to be much quicker and much better and, uh, yep. and, and so on and so forth. 
Yeah. Um, so I've, I've, I've seen people do that a lot, actually, um, do that an awful lot. So, Cody, uh, what's next for you, bud? What's the, what's the sort of the next stage in conquering the world? Oh, gosh, I have a handful of more offers coming out. I have a handful of partnerships with people who are amazing at traffic or amazing at like, you know, different types of uh, in industries and niches who don't want to do the supplement brand. So I got those happening. Uh, the biggest thing I'm excited about besides the the Yo-Yo Funnels, which is our um, our funnel building company, which is just so fun. I, I love the, the concept of being to help people build pages. Um, I actually do coaching. So I started a program called Supplement Millionaire, and I teach people how to launch and build a direct marketing affiliate-based supplement brand or health brand in that space. And, uh, you know, we have about 40 members right now. Uh, we have people who have direct marketing funnels who are already existing with million dollar funnels. I have people with hundred thousand dollar funnels. I have people who are starting out and know nothing. Mm -hmm. I have a handful of Amazon people and e-commerce people. Um, I got people from, uh, uh, being online, uh, doing, doing, uh, like, you know, the, the QVC kind of stuff, those kinds of people. So I, I've got a, a huge, uh, plethora of people in the group, which is exciting to be able to help people from different spaces. And we walk people through the concept how to work with each individual um, type of person you need, you know, copywriter, design, web page builder, how to get insurance, types of lawyers you need, the best people to work with to run your email list, all those different people that I have, you know, gone through seven or eight people and have failed with these partnerships. And to find the right one, we've kind of mm -hmm. lined it all up. So basically, if you're ready to start a health or supplement business online, it's just kind of an instant resource. And then we do um, along with that weekly coaching where we continue to teach more about operations, affiliate management, um, copy and marketing and, and just answering questions. So I've created an entire system to help people succeed. And I just, I had so many mistakes, probably a million dollars of profit that I've lost over the um, last four years. And I don't want people to have to do that. I want them to know exactly what they need to do to get going. Uh, you know, it's going to cost you between five and $30,000 to launch this brand, to launch a new brand, depending on how much you actually uh, want to do the work yourself. Mm -hmm. And I want to show you everything you need to do to be able to succeed without having to, um, Yes. <laughs> yeah, especially when you're investing that sort of money. Um, mm -hmm. And that's the beauty, I guess, for people like yourself, Cody. You've been around for a while. You've learned a lot. Um, and this is why I think the coaching and the online stuff is so helpful because you can get, yes, you can go to YouTube and you can learn a lot of stuff. But fundamentally, you getting under the wings of an expert that sort of walk through the whole thing is, well, that's just... I'd like MasterCard says that's priceless. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's one of those, isn't it? Where I think actually it, it, it just saves you so much pain. Um, and so, uh, listen, Cody, how do people find out more about the mastermind, the coaching that you've got? How do they find out more about you connect with you if they want to do that? Definitely. So the website for the program is supplementmillionaire.com. You can also look at supplementmillionaireblueprint.com on there. I have a video. It's about 30 minutes long that goes through what it is, the details and all the information about it. I got a few free, free uh, downloads as well. You can get the kind of Gantt chart and the checklist for launching your own offer. So if you want to watch the video and download that and go for it, go for it. If you mm -hmm. do succeed without joining my coaching program, I want a testimonial. It's only the only thing I require. Um, and uh, it's a lot <laughs> of great content. Like too. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a lot of great content. If, if you are willing enough, you could just watch this and go like mm -hmm. it, it's, it'll be a challenge, but you could. Um, so that's there. You can also go to codybramlet.com. It's got a little information there. Um, otherwise, yeah, I just, I just love to help people. So I encourage people to jump on. You can email our, our support. If it's an awesome question, I'll respond to it. I'm, I'm all about helping the industry do better because if we all rise up, the tide, if the tide rises up, we all ride with, with it. Right. Yeah, so yeah. I want to make sure that we're all doing things better. It's not a scammy industry and we're using direct marketing principles to make sales and help customers not to trick people in life which is what a lot of people kind of think of that industry, the industry as, as that. Yeah, that's brilliant. Listen, Cody, I have really enjoyed our conversation uh, today. So thank you so much for joining me on the e-commerce podcast. We will, of course, put all of the links, which Cody mentioned in the show notes as well. Um, so if you are not taking notes right now, you're driving, just, you know, head on over to the website and we will give you all of that information uh, right there on the page so you can uh, connect with Cody I'm sure I'd love to hear from you uh, and uh, yeah I definitely want to see the testimonials that come out of it so um, Cody thank you so much for being with us bro it's been uh, it's been a privilege thank you so much it's been a blast so there you have it another plus for the e-commerce podcast another fantastic conversation what did you think of it 
Amazing, eh? So, huge thanks to Cody for joining me today. Uh, don't forget to check out uh, today's show notes, uh, as well as our complete back catalogue online on our website at ecommercepodcast.net. You can, of course, subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts from, uh, and make sure you do, because you're not going to miss... Want, no, you're not going to want to miss. Let me rephrase that. You are not going to want to miss uh, any of the great conversations we've got coming up over over the next few weeks. Let me tell you, it's all going on. So uh, do subscribe. And in case no one has told you yet today, you, my friend, are awesome.